week's voice party is brought to you by IOPvideo.com. We're all stuck inside and content is king right now. So if you want to create some content, have some video shot, advertise your small business, start a podcast, whatever, check out IOPvideo.com. We do it all and we will do it all for you. IOPvideo.com. We make things look pretty. There's the man of the hour, the man with the power. How's it going? Good, good, good. You should have just said download Anchor from the get. That would have been easy. That's one of the things about. I gotta ask you about your 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 comedy writing style, man. Because like I, I every time I talk to you, I always tell you like I'm a huge fan of you, and it's awesome when I get to see you live. I don't mean a fangirl all over you, but do you, do you obsess over each topic that you make jokes out of? Uh, I mean, you could say that, I guess. So I. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I obsess, but sometimes I also just don't really give a fuck, and I just kind of say something. You have to. It's right. good to come both ways, you know. <laughs> if you if you obsess too hard over something, people are gonna. Like, oh, like, we don't like that. We don't like when people yeah. think. <laughs> you get to Bill Hicks, yeah. Bill Hicks, yeah. <laughs> But but yeah. of course people want you to prepare craft so so it's a it's a it's a fine line. That that's interesting because that, that's that's what I I see. I mean I, not not that it's I mean I can see how some people would get you know like turned off by it like he's he's coming on to us too right. real you know. Um, and that's what I I've always wondered. And I've never asked you just because you know whenever I've seen you I don't get the chance to ask you that um like when you write jokes do you because this is what's one of the weird things that i've experienced and like seeing how other comics write some comics write in a map style where like they'll draw or write something in the center and they just build around it kind of like a chris rock is that is that a way is that your style of uh of you, creating you know a i joke? tried that before it didn't really work out for me uh because i get sidetracked no. uh, you know I, I get off the topic um, I still believe in it though, and I still think it works for people. But for me, uh, I, I use various methods. I have to keep switching it up because if I use the same method over and over, I get bored as shit of it, you know. So um, yeah. I'll, I'll do I'll do a different I'll do a couple different things. Like sometimes I'll write it out beat by beat. I'll be like, all right, if this, then what? Mm. You know, what's funny about this? Or like, what's my? I always try to think of like, okay, what does this mean? Like, what's the bigger picture takeaway from this shit? And then if not that, I'll be like, oh, where's the wordplay that I can find? That's usually the first thing that I, my brain will go to. It's like, oh, where's the, where's the pun that I can make out of this? Um, but just a little. You, you have a lot of connections to math. We haven't been in the studio. So this is, we're still adjusting to the COVID, man. How, how, how have you been adjusting to, to the COVID? Oh, man, I've been just, I've been pivoting, man, every day. Just pivot, 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 dude. COVID, COVID's like, we got a new case. I'm like, all right, come at me. How many cases? Yeah. How many cases you got, motherfucker? Yeah. I'll keep counting. I'll keep I count I count the cases every day. Running out of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's cool, man. Like I see you've been doing comedy, right? You still yeah, you still doing, doing the your, your yeah, Zoom shows? Zoom. Have you come to any? I've I came one. Cracking, man. Where 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 can people where can our listeners uh check All you, you out, have man? to do to attend my Zoom shows is go to kocomedy.com. KO like knockout comedy.com. You yeah. RSVP once, and then you're set for life. You can attend our shows for free forever. 
Oh, okay. Another another thing you got out right now is uh, 100 Humans on Netflix, dude. Congratulations for Thank that, first bro. of all. Um, you want to tell our listeners a little bit about what that's Hell about? Yeah, if you like fucking science or you like reality shows or you like comedy <laughs> or you just like any fucking thing. If you like anything, fuck it. Just watch 100 Humans on Netflix. Uh, that's literally what it covers. Everything. everything. All, the, all the questions in life. But, I, I mean, you gotta, you do have to have a Netflix account or know somebody who has a Netflix account. Um, I was actually using my uh, friend's Netflix account, and then his dad kicked me off. So now I can't even watch my own show. But <laughs> oh, COVID times, bro. COVID <laughs> times. You got to pivot. You got to pivot. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's, yeah. it's a fantastic show. Uh, I highly recommend watching it for fun. Don't take it too seriously because it's not like real, real science. It's more of like, oh, that's kind of scientific and kind of fun at the same time. Um, but yeah, it's called 100 Humans. I got a question to ask you because I watched the whole thing uh, uh, twice. Um, yeah, dude, how how much of that of what was said on there was was like from you, like your your shit? Uh, I don't know if you if you want to disclose that we can we, we don't have to. Well, but. I mean, it was there was some there was a little bit of script involved, but like you know, for the most, we were just kind of like saying very basic stuff. I mean, yeah, so some of it was scripted, some of it was our own. Yeah, because it seemed like a lot of like yeah, that's that sounds about yeah. Sammy, you know, like especially when I know your your comedy, like it, uh, yeah, that that sounds like it sounds like that's something that you like. That's the perfect show for you because you seem like someone that analyzes humans on a daily basis. Because that's you know that's that's what I feel from your your style of comedy. Yeah, I mean, I, I consider myself analytical, and um, you know, I like scientific experiments right. and shit. So. It definitely was up my alley, and I, I hope we uh, continue again once it becomes legal. Another another thing, dude, that I, I want to talk about, because um, uh, this was one of the most insane things I've ever seen anyone attempt to do. You did the 1,000 or 1,001 days in a row of stand-up comedy. And to the to this day, are you the only person that holds that record? Yes, Uh as far as I know, I mean, somebody may have tried to do it and died. Um, <laughs> I mean, they got to 999. Yeah, they made it. To, they, I mean, they could have made it to like 1,003 and like they were about to like make the big block and they died. But uh, I, yeah, they made it to 999 and Sammy fucking killed <laughs> <Yeah>, them. <laughs> what made you decide to do the 1,000 days? Like what? Like, you know, that that sounds dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been attracted to danger. You know, I'm kind of a, a daredevil, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, no, it was just, it was, uh, I wanted to get good, man. That's all it was. I wanted to be as good as I could possibly be. Make sense? And, and did, 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 was there, was, yeah, no, I get it. But was there ever like a, you know, I mean, I'm sure sleep deprivation was a motherfucker. You know, I, I, I mean, that's just one of the things that I could see killing you attempting that like did you ever experience some anything like that i mean you know health-wise what, what uh because you know i i performed with you maybe two or three times i i just we just had chris riggins on the show the other day and we were talking about you know bombing and i remember there was a, the day you came and you performed at a show in berkeley and you just dropped in you were in town you, you weren't on the yeah. on the lineup and you went right before me, and I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> um, it just made it a lot harder for me. And it was, it was, 
but it was it was fun to see you. But I just I remember that was when you were doing the thousand days, and and there were some nights where like I could tell you you were really sleep deprived or you seemed <laughs> yeah. sleep deprived. Was that was that something you 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 encountered, man, or was it or was there some? What was like the craziest thing you encountered in those a thousand oh, days? I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start telling you the craziest shit that happened, but I mean, for as far as like, if you're kind of asking like where the shit got stressful, I'll tell you, there was a day where <clears throat> I was um, flying from Dallas to Detroit. So, uh, so yeah, so I was flying from Dallas to Detroit, and uh, I had 21 days of straight colleges, and. Um, that means like I had to like rent cars in like 20 different cities and drive from place to place. Mm. So on that flight from Dallas to Detroit, I lost my ID, my driver's license. So I arrive, I arrive in Detroit and I'm at, I get to the rental car place and I didn't even know that I lost it. I get to the rental car place. And they're like, all right, uh, we need to see your license. Cause of course you have to have a driver's license to rent a car. Right. So I open up my wallet and it's not there. So I start searching my bag. It's not there. I literally like pour out all the shit from my bag, all the contents in my bag. I have like a hundred business cards in there and they all spill over. So now I'm like searching for my ID in the middle of a hundred of my own business cars. So I'm looking for my face within just a bunch of pictures of my, you know, like it, it looked like it was all my ID. <laughs> oh, People thought I was a lunatic and I was freaking out because I had to be, I had to be an hour away in one hour. So I just start flipping out and like I start begging them and asking them if there's any way around it and they, say they can't do it. So I, I go down to Avis, like the, right down the street. And I thought maybe they would like cut me a deal. And they said the same thing. You have to have a license. So I ended up calling to school and the guy came and picked me up. So I made it to the show an hour late um and the students were like waiting patiently wow. but like the nightmare part of this was that that was i i was one day into the tour i had 20 days left to deal with the same bullshit every day so i ended up having to take the greyhound and like bum rides from people for two or three weeks all around the u.s because i couldn't rent a car and of course any sane person's like well, why don't you just like fuck all that you just got to go home but like i had 20 days left to finish my thousand day streak, you know? So there was no point in ending it then. So that's pretty, pretty. No. Did it get, did it get harder towards the end? Like, is that, that one, that that's an example of that. It was harder towards the oh, end. Yeah. It got super hard, man. Like just, just like the pressure of having to finish, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We were cheering you on, man. And you know what? Um, I, uh, like I remember thinking, this is. I wonder if, if after this you're just gonna say fuck it, I don't want to do comedy anymore. Did that cross your oh, mind yeah, at all? Many times, at least once a day, at least. <laughs> 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 I remember you. You said something about there was nights where you couldn't find a microphone. I mean, uh, sorry, a show. So you would take over uh, karaoke. That's true. <laughs> uh, microphones and piss them off. How many? How many? How, many, how often did that happen? Did it happen, dude? Uh, I, I mean, there was a couple times where shows got canceled pretty quickly. Um, yeah, yeah. That that one time where I had to hijack the karaoke, that was one specific time. Uh, a dude punched me in the stomach because he was upset. But, uh, oh shit! Karaoke. 
So, so you didn't you didn't get very many laughs at the karaoke? Uh, I got a few, but uh, I got a lot more fuck yous get off the stages. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, uh, is there is there any plans for a season two of 100 Humans? Because that, that seems like the kind of show you could do so much with. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, it's uh, it's illegal right now. So, like, we just, there's no way of telling. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because COVID has shut all film production down right now. Yeah, uh, I, I, keep, I keep forgetting when I ask these fucking questions. I mean, maybe you could. Is, what's your what's 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 your estimation on when this is going to be over, man? Do you know? I know you you have a pre-existing podcast where you're on with a with a doctor. Um, you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah. So we asked a virologist what he thought. He thinks there's going to be a vaccine by March of next year. March of next year. I don't want to go till March when I'm in the studio. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah from, this is, this is... <laughs> from from what my grandfather, who's a microbiologist by trade, had told me, you know, standard is for figuring out um, most vaccines is anywhere from two to three years. I mean, we're looking at a rush job. So many companies and labs are really, really working round the clock trying to figure out how to crack this code. Whatever it takes for public health and safety, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I that. guess. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see that. I see that somebody posted where they're like, "We got to stop using that phrase, avoid it like the plague," because clearly humans don't do that anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Nah, it, it, what? Um, as far as uh, shows, I know some places have opened up for comedy clubs. Man, I, I, have you done anything? At one of those, like I don't know, I think in SoCal, there's a few places that have yeah, opened no, up for, for I, I comedy. I've done a live show since March 14th. Yeah, are you are you are you sticking to no sh- live shows for a while? No, I'm not particularly against it. Like I'm not a dummy though. I know the second wave is here and it's coming. It's going to be coming harder in the next few weeks. Like if if you're, yeah. it like the, the thing that like yeah, man, I think the second wave's coming coming going to be coming harder. So like I'm not going to be dumb about it. Like I'm not. If somebody asked me to do a show that seems risky in the next few weeks. I'm definitely not going to do it, but uh, I would say very likely I'm going to do some live stuff by the end of the summer. No doubt. I have a gig booked in New York in end of July, but I think it's very unlikely that it's going to happen. Yeah. I booked an outdoor gig, uh, an outdoor show at the place where you came to do my show. Okay. And uh, I'm still a little bit uneasy about it because, you know, uh, I was my thing is I don't I don't want anyone to catch it at my shit you know <laughs> that's that's yeah that's my biggest concern with it yes what, what do you think comedy comedy's gonna look like once this is over man like you know as far as uh lie or at live shows in general you think it's gonna be a great time to to to, to host shows well I think I think I think we're shows? having a massive structural change but I don't think ultimately live comedy is going to die or anything I think it you know I think it eventually will will come back but like we're going to you know we're entering a new world at the same time so there's going to be new it's going right. to be done in a different way there's going to be a different capacity like you know say we do get a vaccine and this thing goes away forever then sure we may resume comedy at the same <laughs> capacity but if it doesn't work out like that or if more diseases like this come out it's it's going to be like a constant well it was going to lead to my next question man do you see like 
is comedy under attack right now? Like, what what do you think about like the the stuff that's been going on with with you know with uh, that certain comedians having the outrage? Like, what's what's your what are your thoughts on that, man? Like the whole ca- cancel culture thing. Oh man, well, cancel culture. <laughs> I would say cancel culture. <laughs> cancel culture is more of a threat to comedy <laughs> than COVID is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, because. Of- they still do Zoom shows, but if, you know, even your Zoom shows can get canceled. Have you had to change your style as 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 uh, as the culture changes? I mean, had to or want to. I, I want to change my style. I don't want to be like. I don't want to ever feel dated. You know, I don't want to ever feel like I'm out of touch yeah. with what's going on. So it's not like, oh fuck, the world's changing. I got to change. It's more like I want to change with the world. You know. Um, so you don't have any jokes that were like, would have been fine, say, you know, 2010, but maybe too offensive in 2020? I would say about 75% of my material in 2010 would not be good right now. Mm-hmm. Do you, are, are you, uh, is, uh, like, is there stuff uh, available on YouTube where you're like, maybe worried about, because I mean, have you noticed like a change in, in where people recognize you more now since you've been on Conan, you've been on America's uh, Got Talent? Do you ever think about that with all these, you know, like with the Kevin Hart situation where where he was just going to host the Oscars and and all these things came up from from in the past? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, my 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 online presence is pretty clean, man. I mean, I've looked through it multiple times. Um, you know, the only danger we put ourselves in is doing podcasts. oh you're in no danger at all squints shifts eyes back and forth really quickly yeah 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 so sammy what's the risque stuff you have tell us about it on this public podcast (laughs) who who, i I never asked you this who's one of your influences uh comedic wise um i got a lot of influences you know I, i have so many so you know because you're you're your own style man like you know i i mean i guess every comic is but um like i've never i mean i i don't i can't really think of like every comic has their own niche and you have the like the where you you could do a whole hour which i've seen you on like doing stuff about math you know and that i i can't think of anyone that that does something like that Uh, like is who, who do you get your influence from as, as far as performing just just the performing part um i would say because you're one of those that I, I can't figure out like <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm sure you've heard mm-hmm. that before mm-hmm. uh i mean i i mean I, I think it's pretty clear as day if you watch my set a few times you can see it's dane cook you know what i mean it's dane cook um pablo francisco um uh, okay i know those people how does it feel to yeah, be more yeah. relevant than at least one of your influences? Uh, uh, that was a joke, guys. Uh, I, mean, I like Dane. Shout out to Dane. It's just I haven't seen him. <laughs> I know that was a joke. I was like, I, I was just la- I was la- letting you get oh, it out. I was like, hey, is he serious? <laughs> uh, I thought it was serious. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like, I, I would say my early influences were like Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Um, as far as like a comedic mind goes, I love Larry David. Yeah, oh, yeah, genius. Yeah, genius. Yeah. yeah. Another example of like 
not overanalyzing, but super analytical. Right. Yeah, no, that, that is um, right now that that you are doing your Zoom shows. Have I don't know if this has crossed your mind of doing like a, or I don't know if anyone's done a Zoom special. Is that a thing? Um, are you? It's in not a thing of- right now, but somebody's gonna pull one out pretty soon. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> um i know uh yeah i mean i know i've heard some people like kind of talking about doing it but i haven't actually seen one yeah is that something you because i can i can see you doing that like that's that's why i asked would you is that something that you got no in are planning or or anything like that in the future it's not a bad idea i mean the thing is if you want to record to record in hd and zoom in 1080 you have to upgrade to the, uh, I think the business, the, the business, business one? Profile, which is a thousand dollars a month minimum. Ah. So <laughs> I would, it would basically, I mean, I mean, not to say that's like a lot of money for shooting a special, but like, right. You, I mean, it, it, there is an investment, and uh, so you would, you know, you would, you you would invest, you would get that H, and you would set it up, you know, nicely, and then and then do it. I mean, it's possible. I could possibly do it. I'm not against yeah. it. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it would look. Yeah. No, that's, that, I mean, I just, I thought about that because, well, I also want to plug as many Sammy things as available for our listeners. You have, you have albums available uh, out there. You have uh, two, I believe, right? Uh, yes. Two albums, uh, Organic and Get Funny or Die Trying. Get Funny or Die Trying. Um for for the listeners, where where can they download those? Um, they're they're both on iTunes. They're both on iTunes. The the, the second one, uh, I remember for a while you were just giving it away. What, what uh, I was I was wondering why why you were doing that. <laughs> um, just because uh, I just wanted to give something back to my fans. You know, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like sell it to my fans. I wanted I wanted my fans to have it as a gift because, you know at the time and even now i'm not like you know i'm not famous or nothing i'm just like uh you know i have a i have a certain small fan base that stays true to me and i appreciate them and i just didn't feel right selling something to them i wanted them to have it as a gift that's yeah that's uh that's That's a great sentiment sir (laughs) (laughs) well eventually uh, after i gave it to all my fans and then i started charging for it Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's yeah. As that's, you do, price, price, As price of do. a Netflix credit. Exactly. Uh, it, <laughs> uh, what, what, what's what's your uh, like? What what's your goal? Uh, no more. The question I really want to ask is, what's been like your proudest moment uh, since you from the day you did your first open mic, like to to now, <laughs> as far as stand up. Um. I'm always curious because you you just seem like, I don't know, man. Like it's just you you you. Every time I've seen you, you're knocking them out of the park. Oh, thanks, bro. And yeah, you know, I, that's a good question. It's like I, every for me, it's always been like the small victories. I just like doing something new that's fresh that's never been done before. Um, so like obviously finishing the thousand days was like a big thing for me. Yeah, you know, just the feeling of like I did it. I set out to do it and I did it. Um. But I don't know, every now and then if I do like a crowd, it's like really tough and like, 
Like, like the thing is that I do that no other comedian really does is I'll perform at all sorts of odd. Well, sorry, I, I'm gonna talk past tense. I would perform at all sorts of types of venues, right? Um, because who knows if that's gonna even happen anymore. But um, you know, I would perform at a library one night. I'd perform at a quinceanera the next night. I'd perform at an Indian wedding the night after. I'd perform at a mosque the <laughs> night after. You performed at the at that show in Richmond. I did. Yeah, yeah straight up. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, most comedians kind of gravitate towards one kind of room or one kind of crowd. I mean, of course, you know, the best comedians are very versatile and can do different stages. But like, that's kind of like my biggest difference from other comedians is that I do like the weirdest places, the weirdest rooms that you wouldn't think comedy would work um, like Zoom. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, you know, just like those like little things, like if I did like a show at like a, a library and you know i ended up doing well like that would be like a huge huge thing for me um just because i like those kinds of challenges but um those are the things that i take pride in the rest is bullshit <laughs> right 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 no i, I that's so that you bring up a good point because that's something i've always wondered i've i've gotten to see and nothing against them at all and i'm not you know, I'm not saying anything bad about anyone, but I, I know I know that like some comedians who who have already made it and they're you know they're famous, they bring in whatever they fill a, a stadium. Like I've seen uh, Gabriel Iglesias, very funny dude, but so, I have this feeling when I was watching him perform live, like is it that he's really funny or is he he's just kind of they worship him and they just kind of go with it. Um, <laughs> Are you afraid of that happening with your fan base? I'm not because <laughs> I've spent, <laughs> first of all, I've just spent so much time on the other side, you know? Right. Um, yeah. I, I never had any easy breaks. I never had like, I, I never like catapulted into fame early or anything like that. So I, yeah. I've, I've spent time in the dark, in, in the grit. So <laughs> for me, whatever I get, I'll have earned it, you know? Um, right. But like the, to answer your question, it's a combination of both. Like Fluffy is like insanely talented like he's oh yeah insanely talented guy but but at the same time his his consumers love him so much that they will they will giggle at anything he says as as does any comedians like beloved fans so right you know, and that comes with the they're fame just anticipating with, the funny yeah and they know him they know his character you know they're a fan of his work so like when you have those that two combination of you know, super talent and super beloved, like that you, that's the response you get. Um, when you don't have that belovedness, but you have the talent, it, it doesn't always look as, you know, magnificent as it should. And also vice versa. Like when you, when you're beloved, but you're not talented, there's always people on the sidelines going like, what the fuck is this bullshit? This is hack, you know? Yeah. So it, it you know, the goal is always to have both. And um, I right. put in enough time to where I've got one half of it, you know, <laughs> a, a big chunk of it, man. I got to tell you, because I've seen like I said, I've seen you work rooms that that are just they seem impossible, you know. Um, <laughs> and yeah, speaking of <laughs> yeah, those those little dark areas, I mean, I I, I always thought this guy's going to. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to whatever fluff you or whatever, but I always thought this guy's going to get so big eventually that might not be able to talk to him. So I appreciate you coming on, dude. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, 
uh, where, where, like, as far as, um, like, Kurt, like, daily, uh, do you have a, you have a YouTube channel also, yeah, right? I, like, daily stuff that I'm you put out? The, I'm on all the, the, the socials, but, uh, but yeah, I got okay. YouTube and stuff, all that shit. Okay, and you, you, uh, this, this is, it kind of goes back to this thing. I, I enjoy watching this, uh, because you do this character where you do horoscopes. Uh, are you still doing that? <laughs> you know, that's one of my favorites. I haven't done it in a really long time, but every now and then somebody's like, hey, man, do Daniel again. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, because that, that angle, like, it's so popular with the girls. So, like, hey, check this out, you know, oh, and it always yeah, opens up a conversation. So, thank you, dude. <laughs> I appreciate it. I know I did. I'm a Taurus, man. What do you have for Tauruses right now? Taurians, man. Dude, Taurus, dude. I wouldn't fuck with the Taurus, man. I wouldn't fuck with the Most women don't. Trust me. <laughs> uh, Taurus, man. Loyal loyal friends, man. Tor- you know, Taurians as comedians, good comedians. You know, you have Jerry Seinfeld was a Taurus. Um, oh. Very solid writers. Taurians. They have uh, they have structure. Do you have, do you, don't you, would, you, would you consider yourself someone who has joke structure? Uh, yeah, uh, I guess no one told me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I see, I see what you're saying. Uh, I, I mean, I, that's one of the things, dude, that I admire about you. And that's, that's what I, I, my writing style is, it, it comes, it really just comes from conversation. And I, if I sit down and I, I try to write, I'll have a big writer's, writer's block, sure. man, for a long time. And that's, that's <clears throat> been my thing for forever. Um, that's why I, I like talking to different comics and asking them their style. I guess because I can't find structure, I guess that's why I can't write sometimes. Right. So yeah, I guess <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. What 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 are what were some other um, types of shows that you had to improvise that that people wouldn't expect a com- to see a comedian? Um, so like every now and then, um, people will book me for like their weddings, uh, and not tell their, um, families that there's a comedian, um, (laughs) like, like for instance, hosting, like for instance, I did, uh, I did a wedding for a Muslim couple in SoCal. So was doing a wedding for this very conservative family and and nobody knew there was going to be a comedian there. And they asked me to in my contract, they asked me to um, perform at their wedding, right? Um, and to MC their reception. And then I get there and they tell me that they that they have me emceeing the ceremony, the wedding ceremony, the religious part, the serious part. Oh, wow. Jeez. So I go up there what? and they give, me, they give me instructions on like who to introduce and introduce the imam, the Muslim priest, basically. And I ain't making no fucking jokes during that part. What are you fucking kidding me? So I go up there and I'm like super serious. And I like, I introduce the wedding. Nobody knows I'm a comedian. Nobody knows why I'm there. So they, and then they tell me that they tell me there's no time for me to do a set, but just to like be funny. And I'm like, dude, I'm hosting your wedding ceremony. Like, where do you want, where's the like, and here comes the bride. At least so he thinks (laughs) she weren't leaving pretty soon guys. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. For Shaza, you know, like, what the fuck is, you, you seriously think that I'm going to do that? So they, they wanted you to be preacher funny. They wanted their, there's, they there's their a, money back. No. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They, they tried, they tried to, uh, they tried to not pay me. So I threatened to sue them, basically. I said, you, you fucking always have, always have a contract. Yeah. Always got to have a contract. 
and do a deposit because they would have really tried to fuck me. But um, but situations <laughs> like that, and 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 well, that's not one where I succeeded, I guess. But um, <laughs> but like like I wasn't like you have to know your boundaries, you know what I mean? But like situations where I did succeed, like for instance, people will have me. Last year, some guy had me um, dress up in a suit and pretend like I was a financial advisor for his um, his uh, marketing team, and was giving like he had me pretend like I was giving like a financial lecture, and then I but I ended up like turning it into a comedy set. Um, so stuff like that, people always ask me to do comedy where nobody's expecting it, and um, it yeah. So, so you're pretty comfortable yeah. with with going into a situation that where because people don't expect you to do jokes, and then all of a sudden, like, like a Sacha Baron Cohen yeah. type thing. Like a, we're taking our son to get circumcised. We want you to dress up as the mole. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I um. All right. Hold on. Hold on a second. I tried that one time. I I, I did uh, I did stand up for a for a presentation for my speech class. Uh, it didn't go well though. That one one person laughed and she laughed really hard, but everybody else was uncomfortable. So, props to you. Thanks, Sammy. I I got a I got a challenge for hmm. you. What's that? I think you should as as for shits and giggles, you should run for president. I know you've talked about it before. I think you could. I think you could do it, man. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it in 2036. Oh, are you serious? Okay, all right. What's, what's your, what's your campaign uh, gonna depend on? What do you mean depend on? It's gonna. I mean, not depend on. Sorry. Like, what, what's your campaign? Uh, what are you standing for? Stuff? Yeah. What are you standing for? Gonna legalize marijuana on planes. <laughs> is, is, is that it? That's one thing. I, I don't know why you guys aren't cheering yet. <laughs> you have my vote. Yeah. That's, that's good. See, then I don't need to say anything else, right? <laughs> well, why on planes though? Let me. What was? Uh... Uh, have you ever smoked marijuana on a plane? No. Exactly. No. Okay. All right. Have you ever <laughs> been high when you flew? No. No one here has been high when they flew. No, I, I, I doubt <laughs> it. Anyone here been high when they traveled anywhere? Yeah, but it's not on the plane. <laughs> well, did it make the traveling go smoother? Yeah, it did. Well, there you go. Okay, good point. Good point. All right, so that's one. What What else you got? Uh, I'm gonna abolish leaf blowers. Abolish. <laughs> uh, I vote for you if you can just make it so people can't use use them before nine a.m. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna abolish them completely. Uh, but there will be higher penalties for using them before 9 a.m. Okay, okay. I would vote for you just to see those speeches, dude. Like, oh, you know, those the, the debates, man. Like, he would destroy yes. whoever was there. <laughs> dude, I I I don't want to take too much of your time, man. Uh, again, I appreciate you coming on. You got my vote for what was it? 2036. 2036 is there anything you want to we have a uh a, a lot of uh, listeners here in uh, in america and some in canada i don't know i don't know how i just you know some a lot of people in canada listen to the voice party um any message you want to give the people any anything you want to tell them where they can come watch 
or anything you just want to say to them? Okay, well, either um, I'm definitely going to promote my weekend shows, RSV at KOComedy.com for Zoom shows. Um, check okay. them out. They're live as fuck. They're fun. Um, uh, check, check out 100 Humans on Netflix and check out uh, follow me on social media at Sammy Obeyed, and I'll keep you posted on mm. upcoming stuffs. Right on, Sammy. Hey, thanks again for coming, bro. Uh, I hope this. I hope when all this is over, we can see you live in person because that's the best way to see you. Thank you, my brother. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll happen sooner than later. I hope I can book you again in the future, brother. All right, man. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to the Voice Party. We're out. We out. Peace.